1: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos.
1: Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, The Ultimate Guide to Following Your Purpose and Creating Change in the World, is out now and you can order it globally on Amazon. If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place, but you don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It is packed with processes, rituals, and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work, so that together we create a better world. When you order the book, you also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Life Purpose Bootcamp, during which you'll get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizos.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In today's episode, we're talking all about the seven types of spirit guides. I remember when I was a 15-year-old boy trapped in the spiritual rigidity and constraints of a close-minded Christian society. Having nobody to talk to about my spiritual interests, I'd spend most days in my room, reading books, studying my tarot cards, connecting with crystals and just working my magic by myself. And to be honest with you, at first it was really lonely. I really yearned for someone to talk to and connect with, someone who'd not judge me, but instead love me unconditionally, and someone I could be my 100% unfiltered self with. I eventually did find that someone, a few of them actually, only it wasn't in the form of human beings, but instead in the form of spirit guides. The first spirit guide I made contact with was my guardian angel, Emmanuel. As soon as I received my first sign from him and we learned how to communicate with each other, we were inseparable. I'd confide in him about my fears and frustrations, and he'd in turn respond with loving words and healing light. Today, Emmanuel is still by my side guiding me, but he's also joined by an entire team of spirit guides consisting of my unicorn guide Zeros, my dragon guide Darius, and many other spirits that I work with for different topics and on different occasions. Working with my spirit guides allows me to get expert guidance on different areas of life, feel heard and understood when no one is listening, and receive clear inspiration for my books and courses, among other things. Meeting my spirit guides has been one of the key factors living a more joyful and fulfilling life. To help you connect with and strengthen your relationship with your Spirit Guide team, I invited the author of The 7 Types of Spirit Guide, Jamila Jamunja on the Lit Up Lightworker podcast to share with us practical ways to do so. Specifically, in this episode, you're going to learn what are the 7 types of Spirit Guides, how to receive and read the signs from your Spirit Guides, Practical guidance to connecting with your spirit guide team. What the different types of spirit guides can help you with. And what to do when you're having trouble connecting with your guides. After watching this episode, be sure to come within your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let me know what type of spirit guide do you most feel passionate about connecting with. Without further ado, enjoy this episode with Jamila Jamunja. Jamila Jimunja is a professional spirit guide medium, spiritual teacher, host of the Spirit Guide Show, and the founder of the Spirit Guide Society. The very first time a spirit guide physically appeared in her bedroom in her mid-20s, she had no choice but to believe in a reality beyond our 3D world. Ever since she has been on a mission to learn as much about the unseen dimensions of the universe as possible especially the myriad forms of conscious beings that inhabit it and how we can communicate with them. She has helped thousands of people connect with their own spirit guides through private readings, courses and workshops and her weekly online show. Jamila welcome to the Litup Lightworker podcast.
2: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
1: It is so wonderful to have you here to talk all about spirit guides. But before we dive into it, I want to hear first about your story of meeting your own spirit guides in the first place. How did it happen? How did you end up doing this work?
2: So it's a little bit of a longer story um because when i was born i was born in colombia my birth mother is um indigenous from the emberra tribe and they still have like their own customs and they still work with shamans and all that but i was adopted as a baby by my dutch parents and i grew up during germany so i didn't grow up in that indigenous culture but i always felt like i had a purpose in life and that I was called to do something. I just didn't know what it was. But so I just went along in life and I did what was what I was supposed to do. I went to college at some point, but I wasn't really happy at college. I I'm, Sometimes I just wouldn't go, to be honest. <laughs> and um, um, in my mid-20s, early 20s, I um, discovered or I thought, okay, this I need to discover my roots. I need to do something about that. And I wanted to really deep dive uh, dive into the spiritual side of that. So I started studying neo-shamanism. That was the closest I could get my hands on. And I started studying that by reading a few books about it. And while I was doing that just a few weeks in, I woke up one night and um, I opened my eyes and it's about three or four in the morning. And there's this guy standing in the doorway of my bedroom. And he's just wearing jeans, no socks, no shoes, no shirt, no, none, just jeans. And he's just staring at me. And I'm staring back because obviously, like, that's not normal. And <laughs> um, so, and he out of nowhere has this like red glowing orb, kind of like the size of a baseball. And he throws it over to me, and I can feel it land on the bed on my left. I still remember that feeling. And then um, I, just blacked out. And the next morning I opened my eyes and before I even opened my eyes, um, my hand went like this and started searching for that red glowing ball and couldn't find it. And I was like, what was that? Who was that? What was going on? And I had no idea. Um, I called my friend. I told her about the story. Two days later, we were both signed up for a um, course in shamanic studies in Berlin on the train right there. We t- talked about this story again. We arrived there, the, the, our teacher and um, then explains to us how we can connect with our spiritual helpers. That was what, what they called them and how to travel into the spirit world, basically through a guided meditation. And he said, okay, when you're in the spirit world, then what usually happens the first time is that they um, give you energy either by giving you a hug or sometimes in form of a red glowing orb. And I was like, huh? Wow! So that's what it was. It's my spirit guide. So that was the very first time that a spirit guide appeared to me, right away in full physical form, <laughs> and um, so and I, there, I didn't have any choice but to leave it, it uh, but to believe in that world. Now and I never did before. I was more like raised scientifically and all that, but there was no other explanation for this story. So oh my goodness. and then. Op- Yeah, it was crazy. And then over the years, like more spirits started popping up from time to time in full physical form. So I, over the next 15, 20 years, I saw three aliens in my bedroom. I saw nature spirits popping out of the earth in front of me and running around. I saw angels sitting on houses. So all kinds of like weird beings. And I never knew what that was supposed to be or what to do about it. It was just part of my life. And I was like, I don't know. It's just what happens sometimes. (laughs) And then, but over time, I realized there are like these different types of guides. Um, Like I said, um, you have like the angels, the ancestors, animal guides, star beings, ascended masters, deities, and nature spirits. Um, And then in 2000, 15 I realized that I was getting messages so I would I don't know have a beer with someone in a bar and suddenly like the air around me would get thicker and 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 I had this weird feeling and I was drawn to a certain person that I didn't even know on the other side of the room and I would get like a message like this person just is going through a depression this person just had a big fight with her boyfriend or whatever just random stuff and I was like I thought I was just making it up But um, at some point I got a message for someone that I kind of knew. So I went over there and I was like, listen, I have no idea if you're into this kind of thing, but I just got a message. Here's the message. And he was like, yeah, that makes total sense. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not making it up. There's something to this. And then um, in 2016, I was living in Barcelona at the time I woke up from an afternoon nap. And my guides gave me a download and said, okay, it's time you're gonna start doing readings. And I was like, "Um, what? No, (laughs) I've never done readings before. I don't even know what you're talking about. But, um, and also I had another business. I was doing something else and they were like, no, you're going to do this. And this is what your website's going to look like. This is your marketing plan. And this is how you're going to do your promotion. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a few days and we'll see what happens. And I set up the website and before it was even finished, I had my first client. So I was like, I guess there's something to this. I need to do this. That's oh how it happened.
1: My <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I got goosebumps just listening to this yeah. story just because of how clairvoyant you are because I, I do this work as well and I communicate with spirit guides, but I'm more claircognizant. And when I get a clairvoyant message, it's usually like glimpses of like, visions in my head. But I don't know what I would do if I saw like, a, like an elemental because I teach a lot about the elementals just showing up right in front of me. That is amazing. Now, mm-hmm. you mentioned briefly the seven types and we're going to delve deeper into them. But I want to first ask a more basic question. Do we
2: all have
1: spirit guides?
2: Yes, we do. Um, at least in my opinion, we all do have spirit guides, no exceptions. In fact, we all have like a group of spirit guides, uh, like a core team of two or three. And then there's the ones that I call experts that come in when we are in certain situations. Let's say we're going through a divorce or we just lost our job or something like this. Then we have guides that come in to help us through that phase. And then they leave again to help someone else. So yeah, we all have a team of guides and everyone has spirit guides
1: And is there specific type of guides that we all come with? For example, in the spiritual community, we talk a lot about angels. Do we all have angels? Or could it be like, oh, this person has elemental guides or ancestors and not angels? How does it work when it comes to the, like, the type of guides we, we come in the, in the world with?
2: um i from my perspective we all have angels and we all have ancestors ancestors obviously we can't be without them and we all have angels and then the rest um is more yeah depends on who it is so if you're someone who's really into nature and loves nature and then um loves communing with the trees then you're probably have a nature spirit with you if you're more someone who is Um, let's say, into the stars, astrology, astronomy, the cosmos, then you're probably working with a star being. Um, Mm. So, yeah. And can
1: we choose specific guides if we want to? Can we invite them to come and join us and support
2: us? I think so, yes, um, definitely. Um, When we, for example, discover our love for nature and we want to do something about the environment and we can call in nature spirits to help us do it. And they will come,
1: definitely. I love this. Okay, so now let's talk specifically about the seven types of spirit guides. Now, this is the actual, uh, actually the the name of your upcoming book with Hay House called The Seven Types of Spirit Guides. That's coming out. When is it coming out?
2: October 13th.
1: Perfect. So everybody can go and and get it on Amazon. Now, what are the seven types of spirit guides? You've mentioned them, but could you give us some more information about each type? and what they can help us
2: with. Sure. So we have angels. Um, Most of us know what angels are. Um, They are not just known in Christianity, but they're also known in Islam and the other bigger religions. And um, angels are here to help us a lot with emotions. So um, our emotions, feeling worthy um, making sure that we are aligned with ourselves basically then we have ancestors ancestors can be um, people that we actually knew grandparents parents friends but it can also be ancestors from hundreds of years back or even thousands of years back or even ancestors from past lives mm. and ancestors help us a lot with like when it comes to family um, when it comes to also um, friendships, human relationships, um, also releasing family karma. Then, and and um, with, the ch- with children, raising children. And um, then we have animal guides. Animal guides are not like the soul of an, an, an individual animal, but they are this, the spirit of an entire species.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and they help us a lot with um, physical reality grounding ourselves into physical reality which is really important for light workers because we tend to be like up here and constantly wanting to be in the spiritual world and not so much here because it can be rough here and animal guides help us with that because they are like the masters of physical reality they live in it very much and so um, they can help with that a lot Then, um, and also generally the the physical body, um, healing the physical body, these kinds of things. Then we have star beings, um, otherwise known as aliens, but I don't like to call them that, especially when I work with clients one on one because I don't want to freak them out. And a lot of people have watched too many scary, like alien movies, and that's not what it's like. So, um, star beings are what we would call aliens, but also. Um, Other kinds of star beings like the planets themselves are beings and have a spirit that we can communicate with. So I I count these as star beings as well. Then we have ascended masters who were once humans here on Earth, um, but they reached enlightenment and left the reincarnation cycle. So they're not coming back as humans and they're on the other side to help us from there. And they help us with reaching enlightenment, basically. Um, developing our mind, um, and these kinds of things. And then we have deities, so that's gods and goddesses, um, and they can be any from any culture, any time frame. Um, they are often connected to past lives that, that we've had in those cultures or in those spiritual traditions, and so we still work with them. Um, and then we have nature spirits, who, yeah, we already talked about, obviously they live in nature. They are the creators of nature. They literally create like our world um, and they help us with, um, yeah, anything to do with the environment. They are very specific about environmental protection. So if you want to work with a nature spirit, you definitely need to like pick up some trash or do something that helps and then they will be drawn to you.
1: Gosh, I love the nature spirits. You know, I love talking about them all the time. And Mm -hmm. just while I heard you talk about them, I realized how, A, I've connected with all of them throughout my life, but also I realized how consistently they've been present through the many years. As you may know, I'm a Greek pagan priest, so I work a lot with the Greek gods and goddesses. And as I've been reading the ancient books of the ancients, I was, because right before I transitioned, I I grew up Christian, so I, I knew a lot about angels, I then transitioned to New Age, so I worked a lot with, like, angel spirit guides. And then when I transitioned to paganism, angels is not something that's part of the whole religion. I'm like, wait a minute, like... I've known angels my entire life. I communicate with them. I feel them around me. Like, I'm sure they are there. So I'm sure I could find them if I search or if I knew how to search in the ancient text. And I realized they just had a different name. <laughs> they were called demons. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, the ancient Greeks, the word demon that was demonized by Christianity, is a Greek god, demon which essentially means demon. And they were the angels of the ancient Greeks. They were helping spirits that were with them, guiding and protecting them. And if you read like all the different um, ancient hymns, they called demons, like the demons, which are essentially the angels. It's funny how we take a word and then we we, we change it and, and change the complete perception that we have about them. Now, I'm very curious about to what degree can our spirit guides support us and interfere with our lives? Yes, we do know we have all this spiritual team all around us communicating with us, sending us messages. But what if we're not aware of them? Can they still help us? Can they still support us? And to what degree?
2: Yes, they can definitely help us and they will. They help us all the time. Um, Sometimes people ask me, why are my guides not answering when I ask them something? But they are. Um, And you get the answer, for example, through your intuition or your dreams or synchronicities. So they're always there. They're always helping us. However, it helps if we become more aware of it and work with them. Um, And you can do that just by basically, first of all, asking them for help, because it's important, we have free will, so they can help us more and better if we agree, basically, if we say yes, we want you to help me. Um, And then yeah, then you, um, you can connect with them consciously by developing your intuition, by um, developing your psychic abilities, your mediumship abilities. And we all have these abilities, just like everyone can dance. Maybe not everyone is gonna be a famous, I don't know, dancer, but um, we can all do it. And that's the main thing. Uh, And then they can help us even better, absolutely.
1: I was wondering whether you can give us a practical process that we can all use to make contact with one or more of our spirit guides.
2: Sure. So this is something I learned from one of my mentors, Gordon Smith, who's an amazing medium. Um, he taught me an exercise that's called sitting in the power. So what you do is like, first you you sit and you, you like, you would meditate, you, um, quiet your mind a little bit, and then you focus on, um, your, uh, third chakra. Um, This is our power center. So you focus on there. You can visualize a sun sitting there, for example, or or a a yellow um, ball or sphere that's sitting there. And then you really feel that energy of your third chakra, uh, really go into that and and feel it. And then once you, you can feel it, you start to expand it and you make it bigger and bigger and bigger until it fills up your entire aura. And then you just sit for 10 minutes, just in your own power bubble. You basically push out everything else. You don't think about anything else. You just sit in your own power. And that's important to do because our spirit guides are around us and we can feel them energetically. But if we don't even know what we feel like, just our own energy, then we can't know if another energy is coming in or going. And so we need to learn that first. How does my own energy, what does that feel like? And so you do that for 10 minutes, and then you ask your guides to join you in your space that you created. So you ask them, can you come into my aura, basically? And they will step in, and then you can feel the difference. Like some people, they will come with a calling card. So some people will feed it like, um, let's say, Um, you're scratching your ear, like um, your ears might start like, um, yeah, you have to scratch it. Or maybe I know someone, uh, another famous medium in the States, her nose will start running when Mm. her guides come in or you get really hot or you get really cold or you feel like you're like going like this a little bit or, um, There's all kinds of different signs. So you have to do it a few times until you notice that something happens when they come in. When you feel something, then you ask them to step out again of your aura. Because then when this calling card stops, you know you're talking to an intelligent being. Then you ask them to step in again. And you do that like a few times until um, you realize, okay, that's the sign. And then you know, okay, this is my sign for when my spirit guides are close. And from there you start... Um, asking yes and no questions, for example, you can say, okay, so here's the yes and no question. If the answer is yes, step into my aura, then I feel the, the calling card. If it's a no, step out. So I know it's a no. And then from there, you can take it further and, and yeah, just ask open-ended questions and really work with your guide on um, learning, communicating with them.
1: I love how practical this process is. It's all about getting to know your own energy and then being mindful of how that shifts when different spirit guides come in. And of course, people can get so much more information about that and more processes in your book. Can you talk to us a little bit about the book?
2: Sure. So the seven types of spirit guide is the first ever exploration of the different kinds of cosmic helpers that have communicated with shamans, mediums, priests, witches, and normal everyday people. Um, And um, yeah, all these beings, um, I explore their characteristics, their gifts, and their challenges. And um, the book also features like an extensive quiz, so that you can take that quiz and figure out which type of guide you are working with. And then towards the end of the book, I explain how to communicate with them. And through a DIY Um, spirit guide ceremony.
1: I love that. And everybody will love reading this book. It's available to order on Amazon. So be sure to go and get it. Jamila, where can people get in touch with you?
2: You can find me at my website, the spiritguidemedium.com. And there's a contact page. Send me an email. I'm also on Instagram. Um, That's my last name. That's at Jemunja, Y-E-M-O-N-Y-A-H.
1: And of course, all the links will be in the show notes so you can access them there. Jamila, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and sharing how we can connect with our spirit guides.
2: Oh, well, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker Survival Guide and catch the next live episode.